Hello, hello. I'm going to do a training on sister wounds. Totally unplanned, but it is it's just a must. So let me go live on this page real quick. <clears throat> One moment. One moment as everybody settles in. I don't know why it's not letting me go to this page. Okay. Switch. Oh, got a quick switch now. Switch. Bam. Maybe it won't live stream twice. It's okay. Who's ready to clear some sister wounds? Hmm? Drop it in the comments. Because when you clear sister wounds, dude, your life gets your life gets so much better. And we're gonna have to figure out this lighting, but it feels so good outside. You know? Okay, save one second, going. All right, cool. We should be good to go. Let me go back to my thing. Okay, perfect. So we're there, we're there, and we're on. Okay, now I can see your comments if you're on there. So I wanted to share a couple of things. You know, normally, normally uh, I don't just, hold on. Normally I don't just go live like this. I used to, uh, but it's been a while since we've done it this way, you know? And I wanted to share a little thing about uh, what, what came to me last night when I was doing some meditation. What was, it was, it was, it was insane. And I don't know about you, like who here has been having crazy dreams, like crazy dreams, um, very vivid dreams, almost, and almost some, some nightmares, like not going to lie. I haven't had dreams like this since probably 2017. And when I did a meeting with my team this morning, they're going through some of the same things. I even went to my last girl today and she goes, oh my God. Yeah. I totally had a dream where like my husband went, reverted back to his old ways and all this stuff and, um, pretty crazy stuff. Okay. And that you may hear all kinds of noises outside. I am outside. The kids are out playing and I don't know. It just felt so good. I did not want to go in. I just wanted to talk to you. I want to share this. I feel like it's something that needs to come out right now. Um, and talk, we're talking about sister wounds and sister wounds are going to show up as comparison. Um, you know, like if you're flipping on the gram or Facebook or anything like that, when you see women and it makes you feel kind of bad about yourself, um, maybe your friend growing up had things and, and your mom was just like, we can't afford that. And it kind of low key just disappointed you, frustrated you, was sad and um, deep down, you treated this girl poorly because she was the rich girl or she was something because she could have it and you couldn't or um, betrayal, um, cheating and, and wanting to one up each other, um, wanting to steal each other's boyfriend. You know, can you believe what she said? Look at her, what she's got on. She must be this or that. You know, you, you get it. Sister wounds, gossiping about each other and all that stuff and really just um, not being honest and not being truthful with each other. When we really have a problem, when we something hurts our feelings, um, we try to hurt others' feelings. You get it, sister wounds, right? And let me try to make sure I can see my Facebook group. There we go. There's my Facebook group. So, because I want to see your comments as they, they come in. I'll try to. Yeah. So I wanted to go over kind of like what happened for me last night, what the dreams are mean, what the dreams mean, what's going on right now. Um, lots of synchronicities happening. I mean, it's just crazy cool stuff. And the feminine, everybody knows, you know, tapping into the divine feminine energy is so powerful. I mean, it's why 
part of why women were oppressed and feared and called names um, is because the feminine energy is very powerful and that's why it's been so just demonized and it's taboo to tap into our sensuality and sexuality and vulnerability and emotions, right? Especially girls like me and maybe you, where we were brought up with a lot of wounded masculine energy about, you know, just tough it up and keep going or uh, make sure you're the best <clears throat> and, you know, at all costs and just, you, you get it. And a lot of us were, were shown love that way. That was the only way we were shown love is if we performed for daddy or did things that made mommy look good and feel good. You know, if we were good little girls, if we didn't show emotion and just stay in our room and played, then mommy was a happy, happy mommy. And I've been getting a lot of women book calls. And their main thing that I'm seeing is um, I want help with my weight, of course, but more importantly, I'm short tempered mom. I'm very short with my kids and you're not alone. Okay, you're not alone. I went through nasty postpartum depression with my first because, you know, kids are kids can be very traumatic, especially if you postpartum depression just exposes stored pain in the body from your own childhood. It literally is triggering you because yours was not great. Um, not saying your parents were bad. Hopefully, those of you that follow me by now know that we're not here to go, well, my mom was good. We're not here to do that. That's sister wind crap. We're here to heal the collective. And by healing ourselves, we heal all the other women. Because I'll tell you right now, I used to not trust either. A lot of women hurt me. And we're going to have people comment, maybe, maybe not. Um, people comment all the time and, and they're still, you would be shocked at some of the things women come at me saying. I mean, it doesn't surprise me because they're just projecting their pain and misery outward. That's why nothing's working in their life. That's why they're not really happy is they have to make everybody an enemy and every they have to demonize everybody because that's all they know women have hurt them so they're going to hurt other women and that was me for a long time I was a victim of actually uh just getting around girls they would want to take from me they'd want to steal from me they'd want to uh use me they would want to uh uh just I don't even you know like those lifetime movies and I talk about this in other videos so I'll just be brief but you know it's like those lifetime movies that's how I grew up. I grew up with a very wounded feminine energy and very wounded masculine energy. So it's all I knew. And last night I was sitting there meditating and um, I was, I was like not eyes closed and zen out. I was writing, laying down, doing some stuff and just had these overwhelming, I had this overwhelming sadness, first of all. And I knew it meant something I needed to process. So as I was sitting there, I started looking through old photos and I saw a picture of me and another friend and another friend in school, like fourth grade stuff. And I noticed, I remember that day. I remember that day because it felt so bad. Um, it felt so bad. And I remember a lot of these instances because it did not feel good. And I remember, because I was known as like an instigator, um, looking back and probably causing trouble and probably um, saying very mean things to girls. Um, I mean, for all the main stuff girls say to me, it's my karma. I mean, I was, I was rotten. <laughs> I was rotten. Um, it was, it was bad. I mean, girls were like the enemy. I used to be one of those girls. I just get along with, I just get along with boys better because girls are like drama or like, you know, I was part of that. Usually that's a dead giveaway that you are part of the problem. Um, is if, if you say that it's definitely sister wounds all day long and it's not bad or good. It just is. And if you're like me, I got tired of, uh, the struggle <sighs> deep down when I got real with myself as I got older, 
really all we want is love and connection. You know, that's all we want is love and acceptance, compassion and connection. Am I right? I don't care who you are or how miserable you are. At the end of the day, that's what we need. And unfortunately, a lot of us didn't get that. And I'm going to teach you tonight what I learned about what a good mom really is, um, how being fit and healthy is part of helping you become a better mom and heal your sister wounds because there's so much magic to be had. You don't know the power behind multiple women rooting you on because they genuinely love themselves and they have enough and they know that you have and that things not going to take from them and they just love and want to help and support you. When you finally have that mother's love, divine mother energy, because you didn't have to grow up with a mom to get it. I'm going to show you how. When you finally get a taste of that, your life will never be the same. Your life will never be the same. And it wasn't for me. And so that's kind of why I'm here. And I want to kind of share what I went through, what, what this, this thing. So I noticed right away that I was mean to that little girl. And then I looked back and I was like, damn, um, doing some like newborn work on myself, just looking at kind of the stuff I was born into, um, the programming that I was born into that they believe the same things that I believed and that was happening in my reality. They believed that women were hoes. Um, if they're pretty, it means one thing. If they get this, it means they did it this way. Um, you can't trust them. Girls are conniving. They're crazy. Uh, girls are the weaker sex. They're sluts. They're, you get it. I mean, I could go on and on and on. So there's no wonder I wanted to be a boy. Right. Um, and so when I, I realized like, wow, I was so mean to that little girl. And then I, this girl over here that was like my BFF, she was kind of like a ride or die, do anything. She was very easily influenced. But then I looked at her upbringing. I'm like, now I know why she was easily influenced because she was um, a product of kind of like a latchkey kid. Um, and how do I say this latchkey kid? And all she wanted was a whole, a whole, like a whole family. Whereas I had the mom and the dad, right? But there was lots of insecurities, lots of low self-esteem, lots of um, just low vibe, dark energy, whatever. And I was that. I was that. And I still have shadows of that, man. Still, you know, it's, it's, I think it's something that we're going to uh, constantly work on ourselves when we have old ghosts of the past come up. But um, at any time, you can definitely change for the better. You really can. And I've actually have something now called a karma cleanser, a tool actually that we launched in the hot mom's lifestyle. And when it, when we launched it, I mean, I cried and I was like, this is so powerful. I mean, this is stuff that, I mean, imagine if you didn't have to go through life and pay back debts because you've done those things, this will help you to do that. And it's not, I'm not saying to do it because you're bypassing the work. You have to like take responsibility for your shit, but it really will. It ends the cycle so that your kids don't have to go through it. And you actually have a happier life, happier, more abundant abundance and prosperity and love and connection and happy life and then we can actually help more people which at the end of the day women just want to help people we want community blah 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 so as I was looking at the photo and realizing wow I was kind of nasty this little girl but then I realized I was like dude she also was like known to have money in my mind we saw her as like always getting what she wanted whereas my mom you would talk to her it's like what like Either I didn't deserve that or I already had gotten too much. Or if I was going to get that, then it was going to come at a cost. Everything, it, that's how it felt growing up. 
she came from, you know, severe poverty growing up in section eight housing and single mom. So that's what well, was my mom's belief. Even though my parents, we were lower middle-class middle-class at one point, you would have, you would have thought we were like living in poverty, but they had plenty, they had enough, but they didn't feel enough because of their former programming and trauma. Therefore I grew up feeling lots of lack and scarcity. And so that's all I knew. And so naturally when I got around little girls that seemed to have things that I didn't, I, I resented that it was, it did not feel good. My mom didn't, she, she did not sit down with me and try to make me feel better and, and explain things to me. She would just say nasty things about them. And so that's what she said, nasty things about them. So that was the belief that if they had this, this is what it meant. And so when I felt, when I got, when I would get around these kids, I would say certain things, you know, because I would feel inferior. I would feel not good enough because I didn't have those things or something. And so in my mind, the belief was that. And so I'm like, well, I'm better than you because you got this and it means this and that lies, lies, lies. See how tainted that is. And, you know, the thing is, is I missed out on um, genuine heartfelt open relationships with a lot of women I missed out on because I was so wounded and um, and I want you to experience the level of success and love that I have stepped into and this is how I did it and it's not like by crying and being all mushy and stuff it's not like that but but there's power in feeling those feels okay especially if you're a mom you know what love feels like you know what it's like to look at your child and be like Oh my God. But if you don't, don't feel bad because we're going to get into some of that as well. So that's one thing, just looking at how the sister wound evolves, where it started. And then I was like, all right, so, so what your mom was fucking tired and she did. I mean, she did everything. She worked a full-time job, took care of my dad because he worked, but he was basically like those old school wounded men who the woman take, who does everything. And then she's full of resentment. She has to drink wine to deal with all of her stress. Like that's how I grew up. And um, he was like, you you cook, you clean, like that old school way, a old like patriarchy type shit. Um, so that's how I grew up. By the way, are we getting any, hold on. I can't see any comments. Okay. So that's how I grew up. And you, you can only sit there and feel sorry for yourself for so long, right? You know, orphan syndrome where you're, you're emotional, negle emotionally neglected, where um, your only praise was when you don't pitch fits, when you're a good little girl and don't cause any trouble. So just don't be seen, don't be heard and say what they want. So you can stay low key and everybody's happy. Literally how pretty much I grew up. You were, it was not safe to be a child. Um, you cannot be, you know, this or this or that. And now we listen, we grew up on 400 acres. You know, we had freedom in that aspect, but on the emotion, on the emotional part where kids need to be seen and heard and um, they need to feel important and they need to feel nurtured, not like they're a burden. Even though we, we don't do this to them, they feel our energy. They feel our energy. And so I started looking last night because what we can do is we can clear a lot of this stuff out and then we can start giving ourselves what we needed way back then. And it actually you forgiving yourself, giving yourself what you need. You're actually healing your mother and your sister and your friends just by you healing yourself. So you don't even have to go, you don't have to go do anything else other than just make yourself happy. So I was looking, I was like, okay, what makes a good mom? And here's what, I, here's what the eight things to be a good mom is, but you wouldn't believe, you wouldn't believe what I found when it says what to be, how to be a good mom. So check this shit out. So it has 16 things that make a good mom. And when you read it, 
a good enough mom, a good mom, a good enough mom, and you listen to what I'm about to read to you, your stomach is probably, you're probably going to feel not good. Okay. A good enough mom. It, just notice the judgments as I read these. Notice the judgments that come up. Notice any ill feelings toward yourself or others. Notice comparison. Notice shame and guilt. Notice if you are trying to figure out if you check off the list, like all these things. Okay, ready? Okay, number one, loves her child unconditionally. Um, never hurts her child. Always does what is best for the child. Always puts child's needs before her own. Always wants to be around her child. Should always feel that the most important thing in the world is her child. Should always be willing to give up anything for her child. Should be happy staying at home with her kids all day long. Never resents her child. She should feel the only thing she needs in her life to be happy is her child. Should completely define herself as a person through motherhood. Shouldn't feel bored spending time with her child. Should feel happy and overjoyed every time she looks at her child. Should never think about how enjoyable her life was before kids. Should be able to handle kids all day long without needing breaks. Should should not feel unhappy at night when she's up with her child. Now, that kind of comes from the old way of thinking. You hear all those shoulds and should, I mean, all that. And you sit there and look. At, at our core, when we start feeling like guilty moms and we just feel like bad moms, it's because we're trying to live up to that shit. We're trying to live up to this. This is not real. This is not real. Um, because when you're trying to do all that, you're trying to be perfect. Okay. What's going to happen is you, there is no you at this point. You, like a human being can only do so much. You have to have rest. Your kids need to know that you need rest. So they understand and learn that they need rest too. You need to make sure you're exercising and taking care of your body. And then your kids learn they need to take care of their body and eat well as, as well. You see, the more you take care of yourself, they learn to take care of themselves. And now, you know, you become slowly and slowly off the hook because your worth's not tied up in being the mother. But you see how all these old beliefs, those are all limiting old beliefs about motherhood, what makes a good mom. So now, you know, you've, you've literally been sitting there trying to, we've been sitting there trying to and my mom and your mom and all of our moms that caused some stuff really were just trying to live up to be a perfect mom. They really were trying, but it was too much to bear. And so they drank and they ate foods they shouldn't have and they didn't eat foods they needed and they didn't exercise and they like let themselves go because they were trying to do all of this stuff. Now, guess what it takes to be a good mom? You know what it takes to be a good mom, what it really takes. And now notice your feelings when I read you these. Notice how you feel. Teach her child how to live to the fullest, how to be happy and live to the fullest. The problem is, is half the people that are out there, 98% of the population, they're not doing that because they're still trying to be good enough. They're too afraid to live life to the fullest. They're still trying to play it safe. And trying to, they're trying to be a perfect mom that does not exist. And you know how that feels when you're trying to do something that you can't have? You know how much frustration and resentment that breeds? No wonder autoimmune disease runs rampant with women and thyroid issues. You know what thyroid, the emotional cause of that is, is it feels like a doormat. It feels like, when is it going to be my turn? I give, give, give to everybody. Where's mine? That's thyroid. Who here has thyroid and sluggish uh, bowels and sluggish metabolism? Yeah, exactly. Like 90% of women that are in their 30s have this and they don't even know it. 
So teaching her child to live life to the fullest. Number two, be there when her children need her, you know, but you wouldn't know they need you because you think they're, you're still trying to just keep them alive by, well, I bathe you. I give you the best clothes. I take you here. I do this for you and make sure you don't go without. That's not what those kids, those kids, that's basic for those kids. Kids need to be seen, heard, and feel like they, their desires can be met, that, that what they want means something. Um, huh. So teach her child the importance of self-worth. You see, when you're trying to be a perfect mom, your self is in something else. So there is no self. So how are you going to teach your kid self-worth if you don't exercise? If you don't eat well, if you don't take chances and try to make more money and try to grow and try to be happy, like how can I enjoy life more versus running the rat race, right? <clears throat> Next, provide food and shelter and love. Notice that it says a mother, a good mom provides food, shelter, and love. It did not say finds a man to provide food, shelter, and love. It said you do, your job is. And that's why a lot of stay-at-home moms, they come to me, man. They're deep down, they're unfulfilled. There's something there. Now, not saying that working moms are not. Working moms are also unfulfilled different ways. But the stay-at-home moms, just stay-at-home moms, they run into a lot of problems that women that work don't. And it can be easily avoided. And your job as a mother is to provide food, shelter, and love. So you need to learn how to make money and be a mother. Because you can do it all. You were made for this. Next is be a good example to your children. All right, work out. Do they see you having fun? Do they see you working and, and enjoying yourself and dressing up pretty? Do they see you doing big things? You know, make time to have fun with their kids. What do you do with them that they want to do? Not what you want to do, not the parties you think they want to have. What do they want? When are you giving them what they want instead of interjecting on what you think that would make them happier? Allow room for her children to make mistakes and learn from them because you were taught that you had to be perfect. Mistakes are how you grow. Challenges are what makes you happy. So if you try to, if you don't let them make mistakes, you're robbing them of happiness. Teach your children how to love unconditionally. You, how are you going to do that if you don't know how? I didn't even know what love was. All I knew was conditional love. You do this, you piss me off, I don't love you anymore. I love the fire. We need to see more fire. So, you know, unconditional love is, is you can say and do and be this. And I'm still, I still, I still got your back because I got my back. I'm going to have bad days. I'm going to feel, you know, this way. I'm going to feel that way, but I can still, I can still deeply appreciate and love myself. Even though the scale says this, even though I did this or that, I can still show up with love for myself. See, a lot of us didn't get that, but you know, that's what makes a good mom. Those things right there, just those eight things, not the first list that I read you, that second list. So you see all of our struggles, all of our struggles with weight, with money, with, with our husbands, with our partners, it, most of our problems are because we're literally trying to be something that was never even possible. We were taught these things by wounded women. We were taught how all these things by wounded people in a wounded old system and just misinformed emotions. People like, no, seven generations you have carrying in your, in your coding. You know what I'm saying? So the only way, the only way to, to step into actually being the kind of mom that you're proud to be 
is by getting real with yourself, um, looking around at your life and seeing things that you don't like and, and looking at it and go, okay, I don't like this, so I need to improve. And here's what, here's what would make me happy. And you go after that thing. It, it, like with everything you've got, because that's what's going to make you a good mother. Okay. You, you set your goals and you go do it. You know, look at what you do. A lot of women will go any day and take a loan out to go to get education, to get educated, to have degrees for their children, because that, you know, that's whatever, whatever you have to look at personal growth the same way. Start investing in yourself, start working with mentors, start um, paying for extra, you know, uh, online courses, um, go to networking events, start investing in your beauty, start investing in your clothes and looking good and drive a car you actually like to drive, do what's necessary to buy the groceries you want to do, do what's necessary to have the home that you want in the neighborhood that you desire. That's your job as a mother. And it's going to make you happy because now you're providing for your children instead of looking outside and being a victim of circumstance, like the ones that we grew up with. This is where the cycle ends and this is how you do it. So I wanted to share that little thing with you. and. Um, I know you can do this. Uh, you wouldn't be watching this video if it was not time for you to look at this stuff. Okay. It's not scary. Actually, the life you're living right now is much scarier. The only thing is, you know what to expect and it's shit. So think of the life that you'd like to have in your mind's eye, because that's the truth. That's what you get to have. I give you the tools that shows you how to clear all this stuff, how to reprogram your subconscious how to reprogram your physical body so that it actually can hold the energy in that that you want. It can hold the, the 50 pounds less you. It can hold the sexy version of you because you're, it's, it's normal. There's a, it's a new you. So before it gets too dark, I'll leave you the link. So if you want to do this, I would recommend definitely starting with the training first. Um, if you haven't watched the, the basic training on like how to eat more, do less and fix your hormones, clear your trauma so that you can actually get results. That video is on caseyship.com forward slash register. Um, for those of you that's watched that, what you need to do is book a 15 minute mini consult. We'll go over, get some basic information from you and find out the biggest problems that you're going through. And we'll give you a resource. We'll give you a resource to start with. So you can just start. You can just get started. It's not nothing big, not, no big deal. Just something to help you get started and get around women that's doing the same thing so that you can start this new way of thinking for you and your family. All right. Talk to you soon. It's been real. See you later.